We all have areas in our life we might feel stuck or overwhelmed. So join me, Jenna Zint, habit coach, teacher, and follower of Jesus as we go after little bits of better by building offensively small habits that create big impact. This is the Habit Lab Podcast. Welcome to the Habit Lab. This is part two of my series about my car cleaning habits. And it was super funny because um, I uploaded it. That was actually, spoiler alert, that was the first one that I edited by myself. (laughs) Hence the dramatic drop off. I'm learning guys. I'm giving myself um, grace to grow over here, which included some of my notes to myself was pause more. So if you ever need to dissect an episode, there is more of a pause. If you haven't noticed, I'm a fast talker and I was laughing, but that was literally the longest pause that made sense with a complete thought in the whole episode. So sorry for the literal cliffhanger <laughs> there, but you know, it was funny because I was listening to that episode um, after I uploaded it to make sure it was, you know, everything went smoothly in the car after school pickup. And my daughter uh, is 10, Audrey. <laughs> And her, the intro when I was talking about it being a cliffhanger and a plot twist and will you be able to handle the suspense? She, I made her laugh, you guys. She's at the age now where she doesn't give her laughs out casually like my seven-year-old and four-year-old do. And I like had to play it so cool when she like busted out laughing at some of the things I said. And I was like, yes, I still got it. <laughs> Anyways. And then the other funny part about her listening was when we got home um, for school, it was right. It was like a minute or two before it ended. And it was talking about how I have them get their stuff out of the car every day. <laughs> and she looks at me and I said my normal thing on the, like on the, my little habit for myself is when I turn down the street, I remind the kids to bring everything out of the car. Cause if I wait till we're in the driveway, it's like they're already going. Um, So I just used the whole street to remind them about taking all their possessions out and what we're going to do when we get home. So anyways, we pull into the driveway and she was like, after I said, don't forget to get your stuff. And she was like, yeah, we can't forget to get our stuff. Otherwise, that'll make you a liar because you just told the world we get all of our stuff. (laughs) And I had this very moment of like, is this what's going to be like next? As I'm talking about habits, I have a very honest peanut gallery that I'm living with. And if we don't live up, they will let you know. So it just made me laugh. But anyways, this is part two of my car cleaning habits. Um, The last one in this series, if you will. And I hope you enjoy. And then my upgrade from there was to include the kids with helping me. So one of the things when I include the kids is I think of starting offensively small for them. So I didn't get them to start with doing the whole thing, but I did want them to have a bit of ownership. So initially when I was like test running, running my habit, I was doing it, um, after school drop off in the morning because I had more time. And then I didn't also like when I'm doing new things that the kids will probably be with me. I know them complaining and being annoyed will actually maybe hinder this habit taking root. So to be kind to myself, I didn't have the kids. I feel like this is important for somebody to hear. I did not have the kids with me on purpose for a month or two because I was like, I need, I don't need their whining when I'm already internally whining. But knowing like future upgrades, I do want to include them, but I'm not failing as a mom to try to tackle that. I actually think of that as another step. So then I started doing it after school so that they could be with me. And then I gave them, I did it for a few weeks with them without giving them a job. Then their job, Audrey does mats. She has to take all the car mats at mounts out 
Rosie has to put all the book bags and stuff in the trunk so that I can, you know, easily do it. And Wesley's job is to do the trash. Then they get to sit and they like play around because it's truly only four minutes um, while I do the car wash. And they initially were like, okay, annoyed. Now it's just a no brainer and it doesn't feel like an issue because we're done in 10 minutes and they don't complain. It did take months to get there, but knowing it's worth it. And now the cool part too, is they have this awareness when something gets spilled in the car, the effort it takes to maintain a clean car. So then they're more, they're actually more careful. Does not, it means they make a few less messes. Sure. But their awareness, and then I feel loved and cared for because they know the cost of the clean car because they've seen me and they've paid a little bit of the cost. So they actually want to be on team. Let's not ruin this because we all worked for this without, I don't know, like, does this make sense? Like slowly including them so that then they'll have more responsibilities as they grow. I'll for sure, eventually the goal will be, they'll be doing it and maybe I'll be sitting (laughs) or whatever that looks like, but just like being okay with a slow upgrade for them as well. And then lastly, I wanted to talk about, um, well, one bad thing that one of fail or pivot I had to make is I started going to this um, other car wash that was like one of those fancy ones that you go through a machine. I also wanted to say that when I was doing my car cleaning habit, it did not involve cleaning my car very often. It was mainly just vacuuming and periodically I need to get my car cleaned. So then I tried out um, this probably like once every six weeks, once a month, maybe I'll get my whole car clean. And there's this new fancy one um, car wash and I went through it and the kids loved it. Well, the flip side was it was actually in the same parking lot as Crumble, the cookie store. And I made the mistake of getting us, rewarding us before like, hey, we'll get a Crumble cookie while we do the car wash. (laughs) And the funny part is like the kids didn't need it. If I'm honest, I was rewarding myself as well. And it was kind of like an excuse because I were never on that side of town and all the things. So now I accidentally associated this habit of when we go to that car wash, we get the cookie. So then I would have probably brought a subscription to that car wash, but I can't at this point because I know that seeing it would be too much of a visual cue. So I'm going to find another car wash that's not around (laughs) any delicious cookie stores because I don't want to have to fight that. Um, And the interesting thing is behavior science scientists say that simply changing your route could cut out some of those bad habits you're trying to cut out, you know? So for instance, if you usually get a Starbucks after work and you're trying to be kinder on your budget and eat out less and Starbucks is one of the ways you could do that, going home a different route so that you don't see your Starbucks that you usually stop at means you have to use less self-control. Truly. They have like all this studies. I can't remember which book it was. Um, so I just do that sometimes. I'll use that as a habit hack where I'll go if I'm like, oops, ex- you know, there's a bad ha- habit associated with that route. I'm going to go a different route, um, which is super helpful. And then lastly, I wanted to say, I felt a little aware that I'm over 15 minutes. I really had wanted to keep it under 15 minutes. This one's more one of my longer habits like that I've really systematically upgraded. So I'm going to give myself permission to go a little further because there are two other tools that I found that were helpful. Um, One, I got mats when we got a new car in June. I got mats that were rimmed. They almost look like shallow bowls. And I know I'm not the first person to hear of these, but they did not come with my car. I found knockoff brands on Amazon and I'm not going to link mine because we all have different cars and this one brand didn't necessarily have all the cars. But if you type in on Amazon, you search your car, make, model, and year, there are probably off-brand versions of these kind of mats for your car that are, 
I'd say they're often around 150. But the beautiful part with kids is it's like they act like bowls. So if something gets spilled, it contains the liquid or the cereal like was spilled in my car yesterday. Um, so that it doesn't get on instantly smushed into your carpet where then you have to clean the carpet. Does that make sense? So I got those and that was like a game changer. It's been so helpful. But the flip side is that after I vacuum them, they're more of a mat, like M-A-T-T-E. And I'd vacuum, but st- like my car, my new car didn't look as clean because I could see like some of the dirt just even after vacuuming would be more obvious. So my next upgrade, because I've been doing this for like, hmm, I, th- I think the ori- original fragrance habit is almost a year and nine months ago, but I've consistently been vacuuming my car weekly over a year, did it through the summer. And then I also actually did it on vacation. Um, not even on purpose, but I was borrowing my family, one of a family member's car and it had gotten to the tipping points. So we found one and it was funny. We just, we went into autopilot. The kids didn't complain. They hopped out. They did their job, even though it's a car wash we'd never been before, but it was like, oh, this is our rhythm. Um, so I've been doing it for over a year. So these, mind you, think of that time frame when you're thinking of all these small little upgrades and edits. Like That's how slow it is. I did not get there in three months. I did not get there in six months. If I tried to do all of this in six months, it probably would have um, crushed the weight of my original habit and I would have it would have gone like killed it all. So go slow. It's truly slow. I'm just giving you the fast forwarded version for perspective of what like small little upgrades look like when consistency compounds. Um, so anyways, I have these mats that are literally matte. I have matte mats. <laughs> that look a little dirty even after they get vacuumed. So I bought, I have a spray that I keep in the back of my car, my trunk. I actually just moved all the car cleaning tools that I had at home. Because remind you, mind mind you, remind you, neither of those sound right. Um, I was just vacuuming. I call it my cleaning car habit, but at this point it was just vacuuming and taking the trash out. Um, So I would, when I'd go for more, I had all those tools at home. And then I realized like, oh, I think I'm at the point where I could do another two minutes, I could add on upgrade habit stack, um, actually cleaning a little bit more of my car after I vacuum. So I'm, I knew that I needed to move my um, equipment. I'm laughing because I'm actually talking with my hands. <laughs> my hands are moving and I'm like demonstrating things, but no one's here to see this. This is just how much of a hand talker I am. So I moved my car cleaning habit or tools to my trunk so that I could use them quickly. And the ones that I have are, um, I have wipes for Windex. I actually found them somewhere random, maybe Walmart. I do a lot of Walmart grocery delivery um, so that if something's real bad, I can wipe it with a Windex wipe. I have, um, I bought a Dollar Tree dish scrub brush. And then I brought, um, I personally have method or some kind of like all surface cleaner that I like the scent of that was important for me that I use with my mats. So what I do is after I vacuum, I take my all purpose cleaner and I squirt my mats. I timed it. It's about 40 seconds a mat. (laughs) So I get a almost it feels like a detailed clean car versus just a vacuum car by doubling the time. So I'm still in the same place. I still have the anchor moment. I'm not finding a new time or new location. That's why it feels so easy to upgrade. It's like drafting on the momentum of their original habit. Um, So I vacuum for four minutes because it's literally timed. And then I do my, I scrub my mats for four minutes. I'll literally squirt them, take my scrub brush. And then I have some Clorox wipes that I wipe up whatever remnant dirt is. They're not 
crazy dirty. If anything was like muddy, muddy, I think I'd probably have to do more, but it gets it enough and it wipes everything up. And um, I wipe off any seatbelts or fingerprints that have been on doors and whatnot. And then if I really need to, I'll take one of those Windex wipes and do wherever. I don't often do that because it's just not necessary. But for me, what's been so cool is that this means these little, these little habit, I pretty much unpacked the fullness of it of where I'm at currently. Fast forward, you're now at my present habit. Um, is that I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> yes, yeah, so deeply profound. Please nod your head in in awe of the wisdom that I just released to you. Uh joking, because I can't remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> Anyways, all of these habits make oh I know. Um instead of the where the rhythm I used to have before I went after habits was, you know, not cleaning my car for six weeks or a month, whatever, doing a deep overhaul, then two or three hours of effort, frustrated when the kids would break the seal and dump something. Now, because I do it weekly, I don't expect my car to stay perfect. So in in the meantime, so we usually do this on Wednesday afternoon. Tuesday, if you're my car, it looks messy-ish. And maybe you'd be like, does this lady really vacuum her car? Well, what I decided is like, I actually don't care about having a perfect car. I know that once a week I'll restore the standard. And the season that I'm in with little kids, it's unhelpful to want to have a perfect car 24 seven, because then I'm going to be spending more energy on keeping that than the connection with them. And I actually like the freedom for a bit. I played with not giving them any snacks in the car because I realized that would be easy. And it just made my life too hard. We're on the go too much. And I was like, oh, actually, I will give you snacks knowing that means my car will be less clean all the time, but once a week, I'll restore the standard. So now my car looks, yesterday we cleaned it, it looks awesome today and I'm so excited to go in it, but then I won't, it won't feel high stakes when the kids spill because I know next week, it's not like, oh man, now it's going to be three weeks that I'm living with that. I'm like, oh, in a few days, I'll vacuum that up. I'll do what I can for now, but it's like this, um, I've changed a lot of my goals for my environment habits to be 70% clean is my effort. Because with small kids, when I would go for a hundred percent, it would just break connection because I'd be hovering and focused on my goal more than them, you know, and there just wasn't room for them to be kids. So 70% is success for me. And then lastly, I wanted to talk about my identity um, habit. So with all my, there's two types of habits, there's thought habits and behavior habits. So what I just talked about were all behavior habits, but for every new habit I build, I have a corresponding thought habit that is kind of like my why. Why does this matter? And um, James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, talks about if you tie your habits to your identity, you get longevity because it's who you're becoming and it's who you are. Therefore, you're never going to lose motivation. I'm not just cleaning my car for three three weeks, three months, whatever. I'm the kind of person that keeps and maintains a clean car. So for me, I always tie a new behavior habit with a thought habit of like why it matters. How does this tie into the person I am or I'm becoming? Like what's the purpose behind this habit? And then when I'm doing the habit, I actually kind of loop it. It's almost like simultaneously as I'm cleaning it because I tease that like the question of why, why does this matter? Why am I doing this is like such a motivation killer. So I need to have a pre-scripted answer of a very clear cut purpose of why I'm doing this to counter that. Otherwise, why just kind of like, is like a needle in a balloon. You know how you can like pop a needle in the bottom part and it slowly hisses out. That's what I feel like that. Why? If you don't have an answer. So while I was cleaning my car, we had um, a 10 year old minivan, no 11 or 12 year old minivan for years. And we just got my new Explorer in June. And I was, did this car cleaning habit for 
a year plus with it. And it was funny because before I got, um, I don't know, maybe six months ago, if you had asked me, do I want a new car? Do I care about cars? I would have been like, no, blah, blah, blah. And again, we got an Explorer. So hold your horses. It's not like fancy or anything. But I realized as I did some digging, because I knew there was some correlation with like my behavior of a trash car with some of my thought patterns. And I realized that I didn't feel like I could trust myself to keep a car clean. So if I had a crappier car, the standard was lower and I wasn't disappointing myself, nor was I like, would I have shame? It was like, oh, what is it expected? This is like a junker. Therefore, if I treat it like a junker, cool. And I realized like, oh, I don't think I could, I know I can't trust myself. I don't feel like I could trust myself to have a nicer car and keep keep it at the quality it would deserve. So then my pers- I was like, whoa. So that was like a big moment for me of like, oh, I don't, I can't. I've been saying I don't want a nicer car, but really I don't feel like I can trust myself with a nicer car. Huh, interesting. So then I was really going after like, I am someone who, um, I'm becoming the kind of person, these are some of my phrases when I'm working on a habit that's the kind of identity or person I'm trying to become. I'll have a little expression at the beginning. So rather than I keep a tidy car, I'm becoming the kind of person who keeps a tidy car. And then as I would think about it every, why does that matter? I'm like, I'm the kind of person who has a peaceful car. I'm the kind of person that maintains a peaceful car. I'm the kind of person who, and I would just kind of elaborate on it every week as I got new information. And then I realized some of the other things um, at one point, I remember cleaning my car and I just started, I felt the Holy Spirit, like as I was thinking about why this matters. And he was like, you're practicing being a good steward. It was kind of after that revelation of, I didn't feel like I could trust myself with a nicer car to keep it clean. And he was like, you are currently on this minivan with the Holy Spirit, practicing being a good steward of what I have to give you in the future. You're rebuilding trust with yourself so that when you get the upgrade, even if that wasn't your goal or your purpose, is like you, that question of, can I be trusted? Like, no. I have enough evidence based on how long I've been doing this habit that I can trust myself to be a good steward of my things. And it was cool. Then when um, I got my, my, excuse me, my Explorer, um, like week two, as I was doing it, I started like going into all my thought habits. I was vacuuming, like I'm someone who keeps and maintains a peaceful environment. I'm a good steward with my stuff. And all of a sudden it clicked that what I had cleaning my minivan, my junker minivan for, I mean, it's not a junker, but it just wasn't, I, I would vacuum and do all the work and then it'd be like, well, at least there's no crumbs, but there are stains and broken things, you know, so it only could get so much of a different before and after, if you will. So then when I was two weeks into cleaning my, my Explorer, I was like, oh my gosh, I can trust myself. I had no fear would I be able to keep this? Because I had all the systems dialed in. So when I swapped out my old car for this car, there was zero parts fear because I had proven to myself. I had shown up for a year taking care of what I had. So then when the upgrade came, I wasn't scared. I had all this proof that it wasn't even a thought. And here I am being a good steward of the upgrade and just thinking of the ramifications of where else in my life am I going to see this? And it was just such a sweet moment. And now every time one of the things that I think of, one of my thought habits that I loop while I'm cleaning my car is um, just watching the Lord's faithfulness because we could not have afforded a new car a year and a half ago when we were in the low low point of our budget and like watching him be like, oh, you are faithful. Even if it's not in the way I think it's going to come, like I've made my car, like I intentionally engage with gratitude with some of my thoughts while I'm cleaning my car every week so that I stay in that place. And it almost reminds me how like the Israelites will made um, in the Old Testament would make monuments to the things the Lord has done. I'm like, I'm going to keep this as a monument 
And the way that I can keep it fresh is attach it to my habit that I have thought habits that reinforce my behavior habits and they're a feedback loop. So anyways, this was way longer than 15 minutes, but this is one of my more deep, profound habits that has a lot of evidence to it. So I'm going to give myself grace and release a longer episode, but I promise a lot of my other habits are not this deep. (laughs) So I'll go back to the original format at some point. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you have a great week.